back to another episode of the Good Day Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Vandy. I realized the other day I haven't been I haven't been introducing myself. I, I don't think I've said my name to introduce myself one time in um, the short month and a half I've been doing this. But can you believe it's been a month and a half? Like the weeks are just flying by. It's kind of crazy how fast it's going. Uh, but it's been so much fun. I just love having the space to share my heart with you guys and chat and not feel rushed because like I said, when I started this, I always feel rushed on Instagram. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't ever want to take too much time up over there and fill up a bunch of little bubbles because, you know, let's be honest, who has time to sit and watch a zillion different little story bubbles and listen to someone ramble on? I, I mean, I don't. I definitely don't. So, um, so yeah, it's just fun to have this space to be able to chat with you guys. Uh, but we are back from Texas. If you listen to last week's episode, um, I shared that we were on a little spring break getaway in Texas. We were actually outside of Austin, and I've never really spent any time in that area. So it was fun to just, you know, be in a new place and explore and, of course, enjoy the warm weather. It was so nice. Oh, it was so nice, and it just felt so good for my soul to have some warmth and sunshine. It's just been particularly cold and gloomy here the last several weeks like the first half of winter this is typical Colorado the first half of winter for us at least where we are in Colorado wasn't like too bad but then the last like month and a half two months have just been haven't been very much fun and as I record this right now it is so cold and gloomy and really really windy out um, and I'm hoping you can't hear the wind blow because it's blowing so strong right now that it's like rattling like some of the house and like windows, you know how that can happen. So I really hope you can't hear that in the background. Um, but yeah, it was tough to come back from the warm, sunny, nice weather to cold temperatures here in Colorado. But I think our, our second half of the week here and our weekend is supposed to warm up. So looking forward to that. But you guys, today I want to chat about something that's been a lot or like on my mind and on my heart a lot lately. And that is comparison. And essentially, why measuring up doesn't matter. So, you know, we in the world that we live in today, we're the most connected generation in history. You know, with social media, with the way that you can just tap on an app on your phone and literally see what people all over the world are doing at any point in time is so crazy. Like social media has so many benefits so many good things to it, but it also has so many challenges. And with social media, you know, if you're constantly viewing other people's lives and that can become really dangerous because I feel like it's human nature to compare your life to somebody else's, right? Like it's pretty natural to do that. And I think that if there's anyone out there that tells you like comparison isn't an issue for them, like I'll just say it. I feel like they're lying. <laughs> like at any, you know what I mean? Like I feel like everyone at some point in their lives, especially now with social media, can get sucked into comparing themselves or what they're seeing on social media or even with their friends or whatever. You know, you can compare yourself to other people so fast and so easy. And it's a really dangerous place to get into because it can straight up make us miserable and not content with our own life. And this, we constantly have this feeling of needing to do more, to be more, to measure up, you know, we're not good enough. Like the thing with comparison is it automatically brings these feelings of negativity and these feelings of wishing 
for things that you don't have or wishing for somebody else's life. And that's such a poison in our society. And I think it was last week's episode, I mentioned that I've been really trying to cut back on my social media consumption, which I know sounds crazy because that's what I do for my job. <laughs> that's that's my career now. And um, so I, I hesitate saying that, but that's the truth. I, I recognized in myself, I realized with some self-reflection that, you know, and this is obvious, but I was it was really apparent to me that the more I start to just like mindlessly consume social media, the more self-doubt I was experiencing, the more Um, lack of confidence I was experiencing, just more negative emotions. And yeah, comparing myself to other people and then feeling badly about myself. Like I realized there was a direct correlation between those two things for me. And so I really have tried to cut back on my social media scrolling and viewing. Like I know there's some people I can watch that are just always sources of positivity and joy and are, you know, really entertaining but it really doesn't take much at all for all of us, I feel like, to have that comparison trap kind of suck us in. And so I just try to be really mindful of that and have been really careful of that these last few weeks. And so because of that, I feel like, you guys, I feel like I've I've just been happier. Like, I feel like I'm more creative. Like, I just feel like I'm more content in my life. Like, I'm more excited about things. And I know, I know, you know, there might be other things going on, but I do feel like there's a there's such a correlation there that it can't be denied. And, you know, I just I just wanted to talk about this because I think it's such a crippling issue for our generation right now and also for younger kids coming up. Like, I can't even imagine having social media in high school. Like, that would have... High school was hard enough, let alone adding in social media to it where everything is like this performance-based world and suddenly your value and your worth you feel like is based on the number of likes you get and comments like no (laughs) no I hate that that is so so unhealthy and it can start innocently enough as this creative outlet and then before you know it it becomes something really dangerous and I feel like we have to really work on our mindset you know for our kids and for adults of all ages I feel like to to figure out how you can avoid comparison and how you can prevent yourself from getting sucked into all the negative things that come with that. Because here's the thing, like, we will never find our own joy in life if we are constantly trying to chase another person's life. Like, you'll never, you'll never be happy if what you're trying to chase is what somebody else has. And we'll never get to see our own full potential if we're constantly distracted by what everyone else is doing, if we're constantly so wrapped up in this world of social media, or even just in comparing yourself to people you work with or comparing yourself to people in your family. Like you're never going to reach your full potential if you're constantly, constantly trying to keep up or striving for what they have or wishing you had what they have. And I just feel very strongly that it's such an important issue in the world we all live in today. And it's something that I care a lot about. And there's a couple of things that I try to remind myself of when comparison threatens my happiness. Like when comparison tries to come knock on my door, here's a few things that I do. And I think they might help you as well. And also, like I just said, the easiest way to to kind of squash comparison or at least get started in squashing it is by cutting back on your social media consumption. If you recognize that's an issue for you, you know, pay attention to those things. Like after you scrolled social media for a while, 
you know, if you're kind of in a funky mood, be like, wait a minute, why am I in a mood? Like what, what just happened here? And evaluate those things, you know, pay attention to how things make you feel, you know, the things that you're doing throughout the day, how they make you feel. Um, okay, so here's tip number one on how to avoid comparison. And that is to simply recognize that comparing yourself to other people is a straight up waste of time. There's absolutely nothing good that's going to come from getting stuck in comparison because when you do, it's taking your focus off of you and your journey and what you have going on in your life and you're wasting your mental energy wishing you were someone else. Like what good does that do? How is that benefiting you? How does that move you closer to who you want to be in life? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just slowly kind of separating you from your own journey. And your own journey could be amazing if you would just let it happen and stop looking to the left and the right, but keep your eyes focused. And you know, this was true for me. When I started opening up my life more and sharing on Instagram stories, when they first rolled out, which I want to say was 2017, but I could be wrong on that might be 2016. I don't know. But when they first rolled out, that was a new thing, right? Like before that, it was all about taking still photos, putting them on your feed, And there wasn't that like personal connection outside of what you wrote in a caption. And so when Instagram stories came along, we all realized like we need to be doing these to, you know, kind of stay relevant or whatever. It's this fun new feature. We need to do this. I was such a wreck. And I don't think I would have admitted that to you in those moments, but I was just... All I was doing was watering myself down. I was trying to show the world a version of me through Instagram stories that really wasn't me. Like, for for example, and I'm kind of embarrassed saying this, but this is the truth, like, I would re-record a story. If I messed up what I was saying, like, I would re-record it five, six, seven, eight times, however many times it took. It was exhausting. It was exhausting because I was so worried about, one, what everybody thought of me, and two, like, how I was comparing to the way everybody else was doing it, and did I look good enough, and did I... Like I would use these filters that would make my face, like looking back on it now, it's so embarrassing, that would make me look like super pale and like, because I thought that helped my skin look better. I've always been very self-conscious of my skin, um, always struggled with acne. Thankfully, as I've gotten older, it's gotten better, but sometimes it, it rares back. Like it's just been a thing. So anyway, I was always really self-conscious about that. And I spent like at least a solid year putting myself in this box of what I thought I was supposed to be, of looking to the left and the right and trying to make myself more like her or more like her and trying to just be like everybody else. And one, it was miserable. And two, it slowed me down. Like it totally squashed my potential of what I could have been, what I could have accomplished maybe in that season of my life. If I would have just come out guns blazing, like, hey world, this is who I am. Like I'm a little quirky. I'm a little weird. Like, yeah, I don't have perfect skin. Like, you know, I'm a little sarcastic. I, you know, I have these flaws and weaknesses, whatever it may be. I'm struggling with anxiety, whatever it may be. Like I was just so worried about looking perfect and trying to be like everybody else. And I think if I hadn't done that, it would have gone, I just think it would have accelerated my path. You know what I mean? Because it took me a while then to dig myself out of that. It took me a while to find my authentic voice and to shake these superficial filters, essentially, I was putting on myself and be like, no, wait a minute, like, that's not that's not how I want to present myself to the world. Like, that's not true. And that's also a reminder, you guys, what you see on social media, 90% of the time, it's crap. It's not real life. It's not the full picture, which makes it even more ridiculous that so many of us 
compare ourselves to people we see on social media because you really have no clue what's going on behind the scenes, you know? So why, you know, why shape your happiness around trying to be like that person that at the end of the day, you don't even really know what's going on in, in his or her life. Um, okay, so that's the biggest, the biggest thing I can say is right away, just like, know that comparison is a huge waste of your time and it's only distracting you from your own path from your own potential and only slowing you down because you're never going to be like anyone else right you're just you um okay number two your sense of happiness shouldn't be based on keeping up with everyone else because that's a moving target and i talked a little bit about this in my podcast episode on abundance like if you're living in abundance or not and i just mentioned that like trying to quote live a life of abundance is such a moving target and again i just feel like such a dangerous thing because what happens when you get that that nice car or what happens when you get that nice house or you get that fancy pair of shoes like generally yeah you might have a high from it for a little bit super exciting how fun is this then that wears off that wears off after then you're then you're not happy then you're okay well what's next all right well no i just got to get this next thing once i get that next thing that's when i'm going to be happy that's when i'm going to be content and so if your happiness is based on trying to keep up with everyone else and have what they have and do what they do you don't even really know like what your true happiness is because it's so much based on other people like i hope that's making sense but the thing is, there always will be somebody who has more than you. There, there will always be somebody who has more than me, who's doing more than me, who's better at XYZ than me. That's just life. That's just the reality of life. And it's always going to be that way. So if you're constantly striving to keep up and do those things and try to push yourself to be someone you're not and comparing yourself to people, like you're never going to really reach that point because it's like chasing the wind. Like it's this constant moving target. And as soon as you maybe accomplish what you thought you you wanted to to be like her, then maybe somebody else comes along. And well, wait a minute. Well, wait, look, she has this and, and I would rather have that. So now I need to shift everything and I'm going for that now. Like it's just constant moving target that you're trying to chase and you cannot find like true happiness and peace. And that episode, if you haven't listened to that on, you know, living in abundance, I... I you know, if you have a few minutes, go check it out. That's one of my favorite episodes I've done so far, because I really just shared my heart that I feel like, you know, living in abundance is not chasing all of these things. It's finding your truth and your identity and your happiness in in Jesus Christ and God having a relationship with God. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, it'll change your life. It will change your life. It will give you such a peace and contentment that you have never experienced. And that's what living in abundance is, not getting a bunch of stuff and trying to keep up with the Joneses. Um, okay, next little tip here to fight comparison is to just simply recognize that every season of your life can serve a unique purpose for your journey. And I really like this one because I think especially with social media, you know, it's easy to compare your season you're in right now or your chapter of life that you're in right now to somebody's chapter 40 or somebody's chapter like 50. You know what I mean? Maybe you're just starting out and you're in chapter two in whatever you're doing, but then this person over here has been doing it a really long time and you're trying to compare yourself to them and it's like, no, that's not, that's like apples and oranges. Like you can't even compare where you're at in this season of your life to where that person is and what they've gone through to get to where they are. And I really believe strongly, and I could do a whole, whole nother episode on this, but that every season in our life 
really serves its own unique purpose. And you might be thinking like, I'm in a really boring season in my life right now. I'm in this mundane season in my life, like nothing bright and shiny is happening. Nothing as exciting is happening. You know, it's so easy going back to social media to look at what other people have going on and be like, well, look what they're doing. Like they have so many exciting things happening. And here I am maybe just, you know, home with my kids all the time or whatever it may be. But something I want you to remember, and this is something that I try to remind myself of, is that sometimes in those seasons of waiting or in those seasons where on the surface, on the surface, it looks like nothing's going on, can be when God is planting these seeds to grow something incredible for you that you won't even like see it coming. And then all of a sudden, it starts to sprout up and it starts to grow. And I'm actually reading a book right now. I'm going to read you guys a sentence out of it. (laughs) I feel like I read to you a lot in this podcast. Um, Okay, this book is called Nothing to Prove. It's by Jenny Allen. I love her. She is incredible. I've done one of her Bible studies and read a couple of her books now. I will link this um, in the show notes. Actually, I don't think it's a new book, Nothing to Prove. It's been around for a while. I grabbed it on Amazon. Um, anyway, okay, so this one line I want to read to you guys, I underlined it. I feel like it's really powerful. It says, the mundane parts of life aren't the enemy to God's movement. They are the soil for it. The mundane parts of life aren't the enemy to God's movement. They are the soil for it. Like how, how beautiful is that? How beautiful and encouraging. That just gets me so fired up because like I was saying, every season, like you can't have this, like all these exciting, wonderful, huge things happening. Some seasons of life, one might be really tough. They might really suck. There might be a lot of really hard things going on in whatever season of life that you're in, or it may just be one where there's not much going on and every day is kind of the same old thing. But I believe that if we have faith and we're diligent in our faith and in our patience, waiting on God to do big things, sometimes he can be planting these seeds in the soil, you know, in the soil of our life, like the the quote from this book says, that we don't even see getting planted. We don't even realize that it's happening. But before you know it, once that seed gets planted, before you know it, after a little while, you don't think anything's happening on, on the surface. You're like, wait, nothing's going on. And then before you know it, something starts to sprout up and it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger. And this amazing, beautiful thing grows out of that soil. That's your life. That's my life. That's faith. That's kind of waiting when you don't see things happening or maybe even taking steps forward in the direction you want to go in your life. And you don't know if it's the right way. And you're kind of just trusting God and have that faith that God's working something out for you right now that slowly starts to grow. And so there can be so much beauty and value and purpose in those seasons of your life that you don't have to be constantly wishing that you had somebody else's season of their life and what they're doing because your time will come and there's a purpose for every season that you're in. And also something else that gets me excited, if you think about it, the Bible is full of incredible stories of people that were ordinary and simple and flawed and imperfect. They did the most incredible work, you know, like they did God's work. 
And I love that so much. Like, I'm just fascinated by the stories in the Bible, like these people that made mistakes that were flawed. I mean, look at look at David and the mistakes that he made, and God still used him. And these people, they weren't people in positions of power necessarily, not all of them. They weren't people that were kings or rulers. A lot of them were, you know, look at Daniel. A lot of them were just people that were living these simple, ordinary lives. And then before you know it, boom, they're doing something incredible with their life. And all those years before had kind of prepared them for what God had for them next. And that could be you. That could be me. We never, you never know. You know, you never know. And your season, your life really does go in these seasons. And I just love that reminder. Like God uses the ordinary, the simple, the people that think they're doing mundane work. You That can be a beautiful thing. And God can use your gifts, your talents, your passions for good. And you don't have to waste your time literally waste your time wishing you were somebody else or you were in a different phase or this or that. Be patient and wait for God to do epic things with your life and your gifts and your passions. And stop feeling like God isn't using you to do big enough things or good enough things or important things because he can work with you where you are in your season to have an incredible impact on the people that are around you. And I just love that. I just, ugh, that gets me fired up. It puts hope in my heart. It just you know, really squashes that comparison because you don't want anyone else's story but yours, right? Like you want your own story. There was no other Daniel, no other Mary, no other David, you know, these people that had these epic stories in the Bible, Noah, like they all had their own story and you want your own story too. I know I do. Um, Okay, so last tip for you guys is, and this one, this is a big one, (laughs) decide to stop pretending be aware if you're letting comparison play a role, a role in your life and just simply decide to stop. Like sometimes that's as easy as it is, as simple as it is, is you just straight up decide, screw it, screw it. I am over it. I am over wasting my potential trying to be somebody else or constantly putting myself down because I'm not like her or I didn't get that promotion or I'm not here. Or I'm not there. I just, it just, I know I'm getting fired up about it, but it's such a waste of your time and it's going to only slow you down, you know, stifle your potential. There could be opportunities sitting in front of you and me right now, like doors waiting to have you walk up to them and open them, but you're too busy looking to the left and to the right that you can't even see what's in front of you. This may be awesome opportunity God's got in front of you because you're so in your head about everything else that's going on. And wait, like this, this person over here is doing that. And that's like, this isn't good enough. I'm not good enough. No, like thinking those thoughts. And I learned this in a Bible study I did recently is, is pretty mind blowing. But thinking those thoughts of negativity about yourself is just another form of self-absorption. It's just another form of self-absorption. Like, you know, we talk about pride and how terrible pride is and <clears throat> being full of yourself and thinking you're, you're, you know, you have this big ego, like, no, ugh, like nobody likes somebody like that, right? But on the reverse of that, you can also be self-absorbed, but you're constantly thinking these negative things about you. And I've been there, like, trust me, I struggle with that a lot. I've shared with you guys, like in this performance-based industry, in my job, everything's based on numbers, on analytics, on swipe ups, on, you know, all of that. That's what I live and breathe every single day. And I feel like because of that, one, I've had to learn a lot of these things the hard way. And two, like I can easily get sucked into these things if I let my guard down. And so I have to really become almost like a master of mindset in order to avoid letting this poison of comparison 
you know, suck the life out of you because it can totally, totally do that. And so, you know, the thing is, we all have our own story and we should all be proud of that story. Like you're not in competition with anybody else. My value does not go up if I'm better than somebody like based on numbers or based on whatever you would you would determine to be success. Like and the same is true for you. Like I don't want to live in that world where I feel like I'm competing against other people. I'm only competing against myself. What matters to me is if I'm better today than I was a year ago. Sarah, are you a better person? Are you wiser? Are you more patient? Are you more loving? Are you more giving? Are you more competent? Whatever it may be, am I closer to who I want to be? Am I closer to that phase in life I want to be in? Or whatever it is, like your goals should be your goals that are only like for you. You know what I mean? Not because you saw somebody else do it and you thought it was cool. Like, stop, (laughs) stop. Like, don't let those other people's lives infiltrate how you feel about you and yourself. And I know it's, it's easier said than done and social media and all that doesn't help it. But I just really want to encourage you like, you know, give yourself a kick in the pants. Just say, screw it. I am so over wasting my time comparing myself to somebody else and wishing for what they had. Like you get one life, like own it, rock it, be who you are, tell your own story and be proud of it. Stop trying to measure up or feeling like you're not good enough. If you don't measure up to what somebody else did that you think is good. And now you're not good because you didn't do it that way or whatever it is like be focused on you and all the blessings God's given you because I think all of us you know, if you're listening to this right now, I don't know what's going on in your life. And maybe you're in a really tough season, or maybe you're in a season of waiting, or exciting things are happening for you. I don't know. I don't know. We're all in different phases in our life. We all have our own different story. But I can, you know, pretty much guarantee all of us could make a list of five things right now that are just awesome, that are just awesome in our lives. We're so thankful for that only we have, that only we get, you know, that's your story, that's unique to you. That's just really cool, great, you know, grateful, amazing things that you have in your life. And so focus on that. Focus on what you have going on and the potential you have. And don't waste your time. Don't waste your time thinking about other people and what they're doing and feeling bad about yourself. Hold firm to that mindset. And I really feel like it could be life changing for you. So I hope that I hope that resonated with some of you. And I hope you got something out of it. um, I'm just very, very passionate about this. And it just makes me sick to my stomach to see anyone, you know, comparing themselves, feeling down on themselves, because that's such a waste of time. And you're just, you know, you're not seeing the beauty and the wonderful things that are in you. And it's only you, there's only one you. And there's so much potential and value and worth in that. So I hope you are having a great day wherever you are in the world. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. If you're not already, please subscribe. I would love it. I would just love it if you would subscribe. If you're listening and you can take a screenshot, you know, share it with a friend, post it to your social media and tag me. I always love seeing that. It's like the coolest thing ever. It just makes my day. Um, And yeah, guys, I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.